Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to San Anthony of Padua's greatest podcast that's ever padded. Uh, <laughs> what? Well, I don't know. Uh, we are celebrating Lent. Today is Ash Wednesday, so we want to hop on the horn. I'm going to edit this as soon as humanly possible and put it out there. But we want to talk about recenter, didn't we, Jonathan Cardinal? We did recenter. I'm wait, really wait, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't just skip me and then jump to the guests. <laughs> okay? You're just here to observe today, Stephen. What? I don't know. I will take these microphones right back to Gomer's <laughs> office. <laughs> these are life teens. I was going to say. <laughs> and the ones that we usually use are life teens, too. Youth ministry on the side. Oh, my God. They think they <laughs> run this church. No, mm. but they have all the nicest stuff, and I steal it from them when they don't look. Well, you probably shouldn't put that out there to the public, because now they know where to rob the church. Exactly. Ooh, that's a good point. We have um, locks, guys. We have locks. We have locks. Gomer has keys. <laughs> and cameras. <laughs> that's true. So uh, let's start off by talking about Lent. Today is Ash Wednesday. Stephen, what's the most important thing we do on Ash Wednesday? We uh, repent and believe in the gospel is hopefully the goal, uh, mm-hmm. but it's the start of the Lenten season. We receive ashes uh, here at St. Anthony of Padua. We do that in the context of liturgy. Now, can I ask you a question? Let's <laughs> yeah. say I'm in my car and I don't want to get out. Should I get out of my car or can we do some sort of drive through ashing? Absolutely not. You what? know why? Because we're Roman Catholic. <laughs> we're not... Any of the other lovely denominations, <laughs> not to be uh, named, <laughs> not to be named, that bring Christ to the people, but uh, no, I mean truly the the act of receiving ashes. I think that there's a a cultural context, and part of it's beautiful because people, a lot of people, think that Ash Wednesday is a holy day of obligation, or it's it's the time when they return to the church because it's such a visible reminder yeah. um, of something that they did as a child or they grew up, and and and, and that part of it is beautiful. However. Um, what we don't want to do is cheapen the experience of Ash Wednesday, which is to make it a show of, look at me, look at me, I've got mm-hmm. my ashes. Like, that's not what it's about. It's yeah. about entering into that spirit of repentance. And so we do that in the context of liturgy, either a mass or a liturgy of the word. Yeah. Um, because so I, I, I do have to say, though, yeah, Stephen, your ash is pretty stunning. Mm. It is a clear cross. I mean, yeah, it's a gradient curve on the bottom there, but well, you know, uh, I'm looking at Jonathan. It's a blob. It's just, it's not even a blob. It's, mm. it's. You just look like you have a dirt, dirty forehead. Yeah. It's kind of gross. Like you I, tripped and I fell didn't in your garage. Today, so, I mean, that's what it was. <laughs> all of the above. We can tell. All what does mine look like? What does mine look like? Uh, uh, it is fading. Faded. Oh. Just like your hairline. Whoa. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Hello. You did it. Yeah, I was going to say faded like your coolness or something, but that was way better. I liked this. That's why you stay in Maybe youth ministry. Maybe they're the same. You stay young. <laughs> you stay in youth ministry, stay young. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, speaking of youth ministry, I got to be on a panel with you a couple Sundays ago for youth ministry. Oh, that was fun. That was, and we're going to have a follow-up episode about that because it was all a Q&A from questions, your kids, Padland, your... Padland, I just named her parents something, <laughs> something new and something terrible. <laughs> but it's questions that they have about a rather uh, intimate topic, but we'll get more on that later. So um, Jonathan and I came up, we sat down about maybe a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. and then babies and such and so forth. Um, but we came up with a thing called Recenter. What is Recenter? Oh, Recenter is all about, I think... Today's readings tie really well into it, this idea of returning our hearts to the Lord. At the end of the day, we have Lent, and we do these things when it comes to when it comes to living Lent. And a lot of times I feel like it becomes, at least for me in my life, there's been times in Lent where, you know, oh, I have to give up something because, you know, that's what I'm supposed to do as a Catholic. But, mm-hmm. I mean, today's first reading from Joel talks about rend your hearts, not your garments. So really 
as a parish, kind of our conversation was like, how do we get our hearts recentered back on Jesus? Which is ultimately, like, I think one of the main calls that we have to do during yeah. Lent. And, and how so can we do that? Yeah. How, what I love about that is that the ultimate decision was let's get a real life graphic of a human heart. You're welcome. And turn it into a logo. You're welcome. <laughs> Everybody loves it. I know. Yeah. No, <laughs> okay. So no... real quick on this, because yeah. this, this recenter logo, I've, I've heard a few like comments like, oh, like, why did y'all put a, a human heart? To which my response is, well, would you prefer us put a Valentine? Yeah, heart? I don't want no glittery red. Yeah, that like, just does not work. The cross is gory, right? It was real. It was as real as us <laughs> telling you to get out of your car to come receive ashes. So we're gonna put that's a human real. heart. That's, <laughs> that's not that's real. At all. That's real. Gomer yeah. wanted to add some blood to it, but I told him no to that. But other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with my decision. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we went like full like Passion of the Christ or anything on you guys. It was like yeah. you know, it's it's a nice graphic. Anyways, yeah. I digress. Go on. <laughs> you lost me. I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> well, I will say this part of the motivation for creating a Lenten program. So <clears throat> so there are a million Lenten programs mm-hmm. that are out there, right? Bishop Barron has his series where it's like reflections on the gospel for every day and best Lent ever and blah, 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 blah. And I like all that stuff. I really yeah. do. But I thought wh- the part of this is inspired by the podcast itself. Why can't we build something for us here right. at the parish right. that's more meaningful for the parish? So then as we discuss this, the idea became each of the major six weeks of uh, of Lent becomes six separate fasts mm-hmm. where you can choose to either stack them one on top of the other and just level up in the holiness factor or I don't, I don't know if that's holiness, the uh, ascetical factor. Ba-ding, ba-ding. Or we realize, well, let's not just give up by fasting. Let's mm-hmm. add spiritual traditions. You know, people, you might listen to this, might pray the rosary. You might do read scripture. Mm-hmm. But what if we did it as a community that's so important yeah and then what if we targeted all of that in our intercessory prayer praying and fasting and aiming it straight at one intention for every week so it it's it's not it doesn't just progress in terms of your spiritual disciplines which it does and in the in the fast the fasts are all based on kind of what the gospel is for that day but then the intention is kind of like the bow on the present because Mm -hmm. it aims it at one thing that each week changes, and so like our mind and heart can focus on those different things. So but, the first week is those who have never known the love mm-hmm. of God. We just simply say the the unchurched. And then the second week is those who have maybe have known, you're brought up in the church, and then you've left the de-churched, which I understand. It's weird. It's weird. It's kind of stupid, yeah. but it sticks in your brain. The unchurched, the de-churched. That it does. That yeah. it does. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I love about this whole concept, too, is that like the sacrament of the Lenten season, at least in my mind, is the sacrament of uh, reconciliation mm-hmm. or penance or confession, whichever those three right, names right, you right. choose to call it. And we talked about this on our, on our uh, podcast about confession, which is that a lot of times people think that confession is just about that uh, one-on-one reconciliation with God, but it's not. It's about mm. becoming one with the entire community. And back in. You're repenting uh, so that you can uh, bring yourself back into full communion with the whole yep. church. Right. Yeah, they're kingdom sacraments. Right. They're not just individually th- received. There's no such thing as a personal sin. Every mm-hmm. sin affects the body of Christ, even if other people don't know about it. Uh, when we sin, even in secret, it still impacts the entire Absolutely. body yeah. of Christ. I think for me, like what I was most excited about with this is this communal aspect like you're talking about like for me i there's to imagine all of us in one week praying for you know those who have never heard the name of jesus in the gospel like there's got to be a lot more power in that than the power in me just doing that on my own like yeah. and i feel like just walking through lent like i'm so excited 
talking to my coworker Mark earlier today about like, okay, what are you giving, giving up for Lent? Like, I am doing stuff for myself, but what I'm most excited about is like jumping into this yeah. with my parish family. Yeah. So this is funny about Lent. Let's talk about our sacrifices that we self-impose. That's nowhere in the Code of Canon Law. That's nowhere in the Catechism. Hey, what are you giving up for Lent? You're right. My brother one time gave up uh, meat for Lent. My mom wanted to murder him. She's like, what am I supposed to make you every day for <laughs> meals? And he's like, well, you'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> so, so you have this understanding of Lent as like, I got to give something up. Now, sacrifices, yes. Fasts, you fast with the church, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of people don't realize that. Like and, and the reason how I found this out is there was a big argument over Sundays during Lent. Mm-hmm. Do Sundays count? Well, if you add up the Sundays, it's forty six days. If you subtract the Sundays, it's a, it's forty days. And people go back and forth, and it's really funny because there are no rules about it. This is all self imposed stuff. There's no catechism about how we do our Lent and penance. However, right? However, the the church does have fasting days and penance days, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, or Which excuse are Fridays, me, yeah. Yeah. Abstinence Fridays, fasting Wednesday, and Good Friday. Yeah, Ash Wednesday. And, and Good you know Friday. what? Tomorrow is tomorrow is a new tradition we've started in the Catholic Church in recent history, which is called Meat Thursday, because it's that one day in between Ash Wednesday and the first Friday of Lent where you can gorge <laughs> yourself up. on meat. Yeah. Stock up, people. <laughs> just kidding. That's not real. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. I just had to call uh, Russo's uh, Pizzeria. To get them to remove all the meat from our dinner Ooh, for Alpha tonight. Good call. <laughs> I called them up and I was like, hey, is it too late, fellas? And they are like, why are you calling me a fella? And I was like, it's complicated. <laughs> is it though? No, not no, at all. I just not. make things complicated. That's why I could pay the big bucks. Yeah. Wait a second. Oh, awkward. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, so recenter. We've got a whole website. Where, where can people find it? So they can find it at on our website. If you go to the homepage of our website, AP. it's right Church, in the face. It's the first one at the the first link at the top. It just yeah. says Lent. You can click on that and it'll take you to it. Or you can go to ap.church/lent. Or you can go to ap.church/recenter. Whatever you prefer of those three choices, you'll get there. You'll get there. You'll yep. find it. Um, and then we will uh, we'll continue to upload the information week by week uh, for what you need. Also, if you or a part of Father Tom's weekly email list. We're going to yeah. send it out to that list every Friday before the upcoming week. Yeah. Um, or you can you can yeah. sign up on the website for that. So it's it runs basically Sunday to Saturday. Mm-hmm. You queue it up. You watch the short video that we're that Jonathan Cardinal is. It's so funny. I was like, hey, we should do these ideas and we'll make videos. And Jonathan's like, yeah, that sounds like a wonderful idea. And I was like, yeah, so make all the videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just walk it's away. It's been my job forever the past two weeks. I, but you're so good. You're welcome. You're and so thank you. good. You are talented. Mm. You are. Better you than me. So yeah. don't make fun of my heart, okay? <laughs> your cadaver <Jeez>. heart. <laughs> the cadaver heart of Jonathan Gardner. No, we're not making fun of you. We just want everyone to know who's responsible for it. Okay. Exactly. Let's so they make it clear, baby. It's me. It's yeah, me. It's yeah. me. It's me. So um, the beautiful thing, so we have these progressive penances they're grouped in uh two so the first two is for uh the you know the unchurch and the de church the second two are about me in my own life but imagine the whole church saying uh, like every parishioner is saying yeah now i need to take this lens and look at myself Mm -hmm. and where i've walked away from the grace of christ and then it's okay now how can my parish be set on fire so we pray for you know the church and healing within the church and then how do i give my my faith away as a parish church mm-hmm. right so these are just some of the very easy but powerful things you can do now you can just do one fast so the first week is a meatless week mm-hmm. 
right? That's pretty intense. And then we want you to pray um, Luke chapter 22 to 24. You can do it however you want. See, we're, we're giving these things to you. You figure out how you're going to do it. So it would but probably... we are asking you to do some, some form of it, right? Yeah. Right. Like, here's the other thing. I, sometimes people get too caught up in the legalisticness yeah. of it, right? So, like, um, you know, going back to the idea of, like, your brother, like, giving up meat uh, yeah. and creating an issue for your mom. Here's the thing. Your penance, in my opinion, sorry to hate on your brother for a second, Gomer, but your penance should not create more work for other, other people, people yeah, right? Exactly, like, yeah. I just never understood, like, in college, and we all went to Steubenville where a lot of weirdo Catholics go, um, <laughs> a lot of great Catholics, but a lot of weirdos. I never understood during Lent there's these people, and Steubenville is in Ohio uh, in awful weather. I know what you're saying. You know where I'm yep, going with this. Exactly. They would walk through the student center, and they would go shoeless, shoeless for which... Lent. And, and it's still winter. That Did does none not of us make a sense. favor. One, it's dangerous. It makes you sick. You become a burden on everyone else. You become mm-hmm. a burden because I don't want to smell your stinky feet. That's mm-hmm. gross, people. I, that's not what I agreed to give up for Lent, but now you're forcing me into that. Mm-hmm. You could get sick. You could cause other people to be sick. Anyways, I don't think anyone's going to do that here. Yeah, in Joey. <laughs> parish. Joey. Buckenthaler? Oh, he did it one time. He's a parishioner. He's he the it. bar manager at Deacon Baldy's. <laughs> Edited. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Staying in there. Yeah, that stuff's weird. So, uh, so, so that's my thing. I, I don't that's know. Fair. I'm not going to tell you. You're going to do it. But you're so the, do. the reason why I say this is because we're not here to create a whole bunch mm-hmm. of rules. Like, right. yeah. maybe me- medically you need to eat whatever. Okay, so we're not here to do that. But what we do is we're saying for one week go meatless. Right. On that week, the thing that you so the thing you give up is meat. The thing you pick up is the passion narrative in Luke's gospel. We're in uh, liturgical year C, which means we read, most of the readings are from Luke's gospel. And so if you do the passion narrative, like I'm not going to tell you, you have to read 22, 23, and 24 all at once, all right now, whatever. It's a framework. Yeah, Yeah. you might only have 10 minutes. Well, let's say you read all three, which would probably take you about 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And you say, well, I want to do this for an hour every day. Great. Yeah. Reread it, but pray it slowly. Maybe right. just read a few verses at a time. And not only for, for you know, as individuals, but something yeah. we were talking about, um, Mark and I in youth ministry for our core members, was talking to them about how, okay, how do we talk to teens about how they do this. I think that, especially if Whatever, you have kids, right. if you have children, like, think of this also in the context of a family. How can a family enter this? And not, again, not yeah. legalistically, like, okay, we got to make sure that we all sit together and read all three chapters together as a family. But how can maybe you spread that out through the week? Yeah. Maybe you can spend a few minutes before uh, dinner, before you bless the food, maybe read a few verses or whatever it might be. Like, I think that this can be something that, again, we're not just doing as individuals. Uh, and even within the family, the, the mm-hmm. thing that's going to be done well together. And I think it'd be, I don't know, in my family, I hope, I'm hoping for it to be uh, life-changing for us. Yeah. Yeah, so don't just practice this alone. If you if you're married and you have kids, or if you're married and you don't have kids, or if you're not married, you can even find a way to do this within community. It's a communal experience. Yeah, it can be. If right. if you don't want it to be, it doesn't have to be. So that's why we're like, here's what we want to do as a parish, but you can apply it in your own way. So <laughs> you are the hands and feet of our parish, people. <laughs> make the sure parish your feet has... are covered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just make sure it's shod. And there's plenty of trees around you to block the light from the neighbors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of ash trees out there. Anywho, the uh, no, because we don't dump our ashes behind the church. Not even once. Never. Never. Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> Only you can prevent mud district fires. We put fires. those down. What's called a sequarium, which is what is a, a sequarium? Sequarium. Sequarium is is a uh, special sink that is in most Catholic churches, including our own. 
um, and it is in the work sacristy behind the altar, and it's where you dispose of um, holy things like uh, the precious blood left over at the end of Mass, or you Whoa, could, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't dispose of the precious blood. Well, you don't it. dispose you of it. You consume. You consume it. That's right. <laughs> and then okay, you sorry. rinse and you then consume. And you rinse. It's a part of a purification process. And then, yeah. then you rinse. But, the... <laughs> but you rinse out the water. We do you don't need this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You do, you, sorry. <laughs> Somewhere a liturgist is having yeah. a heart attack. <laughs> a sacristan just got her wings. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> you, can, uh, you can put things that are holy in nature, like ashes yeah. or a uh, the end of a purification process of a, of a chalice. Let me ask you about you that. Pour it, hold on. Yeah. I'm not done. You pour I'm it down so the sacrarium. Yeah. And where it does it goes go? into the earth. It is a special tank. It doesn't go into the, like, the general like Yeah, there's no plumbing. septic tank. Yeah, there's no septic tank. There's it doesn't no go into the, pl- the yeah. local ditches and all that kind of stuff. Although I feel like our mud ditches could use some holy things. But that's not where it goes. <laughs> it just goes into the ground underneath the church. It's a special tradition of the church. Do they dig like a hole? I think, so. and I, then put the pipe. Yeah, I think there's some there's some way that they do it. Because I always imagine it just being like a pipe, and yeah. then I'm like, this thing is getting backed up every year with <laughs> ash and all of that. Yeah, they, so, I don't know. we'll have our facilities director on next week to explain that piece. <laughs> hey, y'all! <laughs> That's my wow, was that your <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> it was that awful. Was a terrible, terrible Cajun uh. accident. <laughs> Let's get some crawdad. All right. That's racist. Anywho, so uh, yeah, so I hope your Mardi Gras went well. I hope you gained a few pounds, and now we're going to offended everybody. (laughs) By the way, I have a question, real quick. Are you allowed to laugh on Lent? I just want to know. I hope so. Can Can you like you know make jokes that are tongue in cheek? Yes. Are you allowed to go viral? Uh, well, here's the deal. They probably should be respectful jokes. Like, maybe you should level up the respectfulness, but only if you work for the church. Okay, got it. Perfect. Noted. <laughs> Go on. Unless you're a director. Oh, <laughs> Stephen is a broken man. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just yeah, that's true. Everyone knows. We're it. doing recenter for Stephen this year. Yeah, this is actually an intervention <laughs> in your life. Thank you guys for guarding my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Guard your heart. Guard your heart, bro. I'm guarding it. Um, yeah, so no one should listen to this podcast. I know. <laughs> Let's remix it down for the ladies okay. and gentlemen out there. Recenter is a way for us to do communal penances by giving up fasting, picking up spiritual disciplines, and offering it up for something that's a communal intention. I would encourage you to do one a week, every week, and follow along with us, learn more about the spiritual traditions. These are the bedrock foundations that have upheld and propelled the Catholic Church down through the ages, especially things like meditating on Scripture, the examine, the rosary. By doing this, you can grow in holiness. These are the things that grow your soul, grow your faith. Okay, so with that in mind, uh, some of y'all might already pray the rosary, already do scripture. Okay, stack these. In any given day, you can pray a Divine Mercy Chapel, a rosary. Yeah, or like one of the one of the examined. one of the give ups. Uh, I think the last week, like leading into Holy Week, is give up social media. Well, what if you're not on social media? We'll find something else. Yeah. The point is, you're entering. Stop in, texting. Yeah, something related <laughs> to that, or you know, yeah. you're addicted to Netflix. Give that up. Fine. And then you enter into those the sp- yeah. same spiritual discipline and intention behind it with yeah. the rest of the parish. Yeah, and I think that's something for the fasting. Like, what is the point of the fasting? It's like, ultimately, these things aren't necessarily bad, but it helps us to, like, clear the way. Because we want to make people suffer. Exactly. Jonathan, no, We're Catholic. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah, it clears the way, but also gives us clarity mm-hmm. about ourselves, mm-hmm. our ability to have self-control, self-discipline, all of the above. 
And it's a beautiful way to do it as a group. And I remind people all the time, fasting is not just about acquiring more self-discipline. It's about being hungry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that being hungry ultimately becomes spiritualized in our hunger for God and our desire to have his will accomplished on earth as it is in heaven. So uh, that again uh, is ap.church slash recenter or slash lent, or just go to ap.church and it'll come at you right on the homepage. Um, you can go and find out mass times, the parish reconciliation service, all that good stuff. So this is us starting off Ash Wednesday, hoping a wishing you a successful and penitential season of Lent. And holy. We want you to grow in holiness. I need to grow in holiness. Hey, I really you, just want myself to grow in holiness. Yeah. Did you know that there are a lot of smart people in hell? Mm. Did you know mm. there are a lot of smart people in heaven? Did you know there are a lot of dumb people in hell? Did you know there are a lot of dumb people in heaven? You know what? One category of people that exists in hell that doesn't, or that exists in heaven and not in hell? Mm. It's only one category. Holy. Holy people are in heaven. Yeah. You in heaven, you holy. You in hell, you ain't holy. So let's get there. Let's get holy. Amen. You guys are so profound. Mm. I just feel like I've sat. I'm glad you included me in that. Yeah. Okay. We're so profound. We say things in cliches. Yeah. So if anyone's <laughs> wondering uh, why your children have left the church, the three of us are the uh, youth <laughs> ministers of this parish for the past 15 years. Yeah. You now Sorry. know why. Uh, forgive <laughs> you me, know Father. why your children <laughs> have come home looking confused for the past 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if your kids have left the church. Hey, bring them back and get them recentered by Hey-o. sending them to ap.church slash recenter. Tying it back Mom, in. This is so cool and hip. Look, a human cadaver heart. <laughs> I love Jesus again. Lay off the heart. I love the heart. I love Jesus. Yes, I do. I love Jesus. How about you? <laughs>